Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Grow With G. I am so grateful that you are here listening and I really hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am. I, yeah, I'm so thankful for you all. I looked at my stats over the weekend and it is absolutely incredible to see that my content is equally appealing to both men and women. So thank you so much. Um, That really means a lot that it's resonating with both crowds. So yeah, let me know what you like from the episodes and literally crazy that my first episode has 123 listens never could have imagined that for my first episode and I think people are catching up to the others as they go um which is so fun um but yeah that just made me feel really grateful um so I want to start this episode off with an example of my gratitude chains that I spoke about last time so a quick recap for everyone who maybe hasn't listened to the last episode Last episode, I talked about this concept, which I'm calling a gratitude chain, where you get so deep in appreciation that you just like keep looking for things related to one thing and being grateful for that. So I thought to help you wrap your head around it and I could go through some examples. Um, So I'll go through just one today and maybe I'll do some more in future episodes. So Um, So yeah, each morning I've been journaling and one of the gratitudes change that I did was about my dance classes, which I'm loving so much. Um, So an example gratitude chain would be, I'm grateful for my dance classes, I'm grateful for the money to pay for my dance classes, Um, my sister just bought, my sister and her husband and their family just bought me a pack of dance classes for my birthday, so I was very grateful for that. Um, then I'm grateful for my dance teachers. They're so amazing. And then I'm grateful for my dance teachers' families who raised them, who want, who supported them enough so that they wanted to become dance teachers. And then I'm grateful for the dance building. And then I'm grateful for the people who built the dance building. And then I'm grateful for their family for supporting them and raising them so that they want to become construction workers and then I'm grateful for the furniture, the equipment, the sets um, and I'm grateful for the people who built those and then I'm grateful for the people who sold those and then I'm grateful for the people who sent those or delivered those to the warehouse space and can you just see how like good that feels and like how fun that is and I even feel like I'm in such a better mood (laughs) since I've just done that chain um so it's really about going back as far as you can to be thankful for things because like how often do you think wow like I'm so grateful for this chair I'm sitting on and all the all the pieces of the puzzle that got this chair to me like as soon as I hit a pause when I'm trying to find things to be grateful for I'm like oh my gosh I'm sitting on a chair I've got a table I'm writing on paper I've got pens like and it's really fun to be grateful for these things and it's refreshing um when life is people around you are negative it's kind of fun to be positive um and just change your mood because I it's hard to be in a bad mood when you're grateful for everything um 
so yeah I really wanted to start off with that and now I feel like I'm in a great position to talk about self-love which is what I wanted to talk about today and gosh this has been a journey for me and I'm still on it and I honestly feel like no one will ever be like oh I'm 100% done like it's something that takes time that's built that's learned so be kind to yourself in this process um which is hard I guess <laughs> if you haven't built that self-love it's hard to be kind because I know I used to be my own worst critic um I would say really harsh things to myself like things I would never say out loud to anyone and I was like literally crying to my therapist about the things I'd say to myself and I was like I just wish I could be nicer to myself um and I feel like I'm getting there and so yeah I want to share what I've been learning I just read the book the neuroscience of self-love loved um picked up a lot of useful things if you're into all the chemistry of the brain and all the, that stuff give it a read and there's also some general action steps and things and I'm gonna sh kind of share my own version of that today um so what I've learned just generally in my whole self-love journey is that self-love really starts with the acceptance of who you are when you you like yourself it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks of you but it's that inner piece of your knowing who you are and liking who you are so much so that you have a strong sense of self-worth and oh my gosh I have struggled with that my whole life um and that's not fun um and it really takes a long time to build um I think growing up I placed a lot of self-worth in external things like materialistic things I was always attracted to the designer handbags and stuff and I never had one um but I really wanted one and I thought wow I've really made it in life when I got a whole suite of designer clothes and designer shoes and but like that's that's not where true self-worth comes from and it's really dangerous when you place all your self-worth on external things because those things can be taken from you whereas when you build it from the inside then it's more about who you are as a person which can never be taken away from you so it's about getting in touch with that side of you and learning about yourself and yeah it's validating yourself it's not that external stuff it's not your career it's not what other people think of you like only like what's crazy I heard this on another podcast it's like it actually doesn't matter what anyone else's opinion of you is like only your opinion of you matters and I think that's so true because when I think about it I'm like no one knows me like I know me nobody knows every single thing I've been through nobody has all of the facts nobody knows what I'm going through and so why do we let other people determine our self-worth and why do we accept their judgments of us when they literally have no idea what's going on 
Isn't that crazy? Like, why do we do that? Um, so yeah, it's really about stepping away from that external validation. You know, it's a little bit crazy. Um, I think I was also placing a lot of self-worth in my career. So I think that's why I initially chose to become a lawyer. Um, as much as I tell myself it was all the other reasons, um, and the most hilariously sad thing about it is when I became a lawyer, I actually didn't want to tell anyone I was a lawyer because then I whole, formed a whole story about that and I was really embarrassed and um, I just, yeah, and then it's like, wait, I've worked my whole life to become something and now I can't even tell people about it. <laughs> that makes no sense. So, yeah, I am learning to separate my identity from my career Um that could be a whole episode on itself. Um, it's just because I, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, that's a whole other episode. I'm not even going to try to get into that now. Basically, <laughs> coming back to this is I've been learning about how to cultivate internal validation. And I want to share with you some steps to starting to do that. Um, so if you're completely new and you're like, how do I do that? This is for you. So number one is stop asking people for advice. I was notoriously into that. I would shop around with everyone on everything of my life and asking for other people's opinions. And I was sort of just waiting for something to feel right. And then I would go with that. But the fact that I'm waiting for something to feel right means I already know what the answer is. And like I was saying before, like no one has all of the facts that you have and no one knows your fears, your desires, everything in between. So stop outsourcing your decisions to people. You know what's good for you. Um, and also, so step another step, step number two is don't be attached to your past self. Like you are allowed to grow and change and don't feel obliged to act in a certain way just because you previously did something like that. Um, it's actually quite hilarious. One of my, I posted a yoga reel of me doing yoga the other day and one of my school friends messaged me being like, do you remember when you hated yoga at school? And I was like, oh my God, that is so true. Like I hated it because I hated being still. And I think that is just such a reflection of who I used to be. I used to be very on the go. My self-worth was um, tied up with being busy and being productive. And now I'm finally surrendering and I'm just chilling out and it's so much better <laughs> um and actually that sort of leads into the next one step three which is spend time alone because yeah as I was saying like I had to be on the go I had a filled calendar like back to back walk brunch walk lunch walk dinner drinks I filled my time with every single person on the planet <laughs> to avoid spending time with myself because I didn't know how to do it. And I really think it took COVID, to, like a whole lockdowns, for me to actually spend time with myself and learn about myself and figure out, hey, like I like my own company and I can do things on my own. And you learn a lot about yourself when you're not constantly with other people. Um, so 
yeah, if you're like that too, give it a go. Um, step four is sit with other people's disapproval because no doubt when you're following your own path, there are going to be people who disapprove and they need you to act one way for them to be happy, but sorry, not about them. It's about you. So learn to sit with people's disapproval also because everyone is so different that no matter what you do, someone is always going to disapprove. So if people are going to disapprove anyway, you can't please everyone. You may as well please yourself. I vote. (laughs) Um, That's really hard though as like a chronic people pleaser. And when I've historically felt responsible for other people's emotions i do not want to let anyone down i do not want to disappoint or displease anyone but i was disappointing and displeasing myself and i think that's so much worse so i'm on a journey of sitting with the disapproval and it's easier said than done for sure um it feels icky it feels hard but the right people are going to respect you and This whole journey of self-love is going to weed out people who shouldn't be around you anyway. So you may as well be true to yourself and find your people than be miserable with the wrong people, you know? And that's a journey I've been on as well. Like, oh my gosh, it's taken me a long time to get here. But I'm so thankful that I'm starting to learn this and it feels like at kind of a young age. So I'm happy to be passing it on to you guys. Um, Okay, another step. So this sort of goes hand in hand with spending time alone, but it's taking the time to understand yourself because I don't know about everyone, but I have until even very recently been like, who am I? Like, I have no idea. I don't know what I like. There are a couple of things I dislike, but... Like, what makes me me? What What is actually me? And what is others' expectations of me? And it's really taking time to connect with yourself and doing exercises to figure out who you are, understanding yourself. That's um, really a massive step. I can't really break it down much more than that, but it does take a lot of time. Um, and yeah (laughs) that's just takes a lot of time and exploration and a willingness to be open um, and challenge yourself as well um so the next step is learning from your mistakes because i think it is so easy to blame everyone else for everything that's going wrong in your life But when you blame other people, you give away your power because then it means nothing was in your control and that means nothing will be in your control. Wouldn't it be so much better to be able to be like, wow, okay, I wasn't super prepared. Next time I need to be more prepared. And then next time you will be rather than being like, oh, can't believe they did that. So angry, so resistant and so caught up and annoyed where instead you could be empowered so yeah i'm i'm learning a lot on that one as well because i used to blame other people for sure because i loved taking the responsibility away from myself like i didn't want to admit that i was wrong i didn't want to admit that i 
you know, had underprepared or whatever the situation is. It's hard. That is uncomfortable. You can feel shame. You can feel sadness, all of those sorts of emotions. But I would rather feel that now and have the power to change my future than stay comfortable blaming other people. Um, but, you know, if, if something was genuinely out of control, out of your control, well, then there's no point stressing about it because there's nothing you could have done anyway. So it's, it's a fine balance. Um, and again, it just, it just takes time. Um, and then also I've been learning about spending time and even money too on self-care. And self-care is such a massive term that's just thrown around that I don't really know if anyone really knows what it means anymore. But there's a huge difference that I've learned between self-care and self-indulgence. And I think both are great. I love self-indulgence. Um, so anyway, self-care is about improving your well-being. But self-indulgence is something that's done for the sake of pleasure. And like, I love pleasure. I think you should definitely do both. Um, but just be mindful that you're not just doing self-indulgence. So make sure you're doing those active steps for your well-being. So try to do something for your body and your mind every single day. I've, I historically did neither. <laughs> and now I'm at the point where I do a lot for my body. I've really cultivated a morning routine and wellness practice that I love, which is like yoga and movement and exercise. Um, but I'm definitely trying to work on my brain, on my mind. Is that what I said? Mind. Um, and I really want to get more into meditation because all of the people that I look up to do it. And I'm like, oh, there's really something about it. Um, but I'm not consistent with it yet. So I'm definitely trying to be more mindful of that. Um, and I'm also trying to just take random smaller actions that make me learn that I am a priority for myself and is a really stupid example but something I've been doing lately is when I'm crossing the road I actually really try to cross the crossings now um I had even said to my American friend being like oh people jaywalk all the time in Oz um you can do it it's fine because they don't do that in America um but now I'm like you know what I value my life now. Like I want to cross at the crossing and I'm actually not going to push it when it's like touch and go if it's time for the crossing yet or not because I want to live. <laughs> it is not worth getting somewhere a minute early because you didn't cross at the crossing or you crossed too late. Like you never know what someone else is doing and it just takes somebody else to be distracted for something to go wrong um so and then I have this active thought in my head I'm like no I'm gonna cross the crossing because I matter I'm important my life is important um and I'm sort of building this trust in myself that I matter and I haven't always felt like that um <laughs> that got heavy um <laughs> okay so and, like, you can also evaluate your habits. I would like to think of it, like, as a habit audit and think what habits are you currently doing and are they helpful or harmful? Um, because the idea is 
to find helpful habits that make your life easier and better so that you feel better and you love yourself more than doing things that are harmful for you. So take some time, think about yeah, which are helpful and which are harmful. And then it really just all ties in together. And when you do all these like little small intentional efforts at self-love and self-care, then once you've built it, you you like you. And oh gosh, I feel like there's so many people who don't like themselves and I used to be one of them for sure. Um, I didn't like how reactive I was. I didn't like how I treated people. And as I'm learning more and loving myself more, I'm able to love others more. And loving other people is so important because I really feel that the people who are the meanest and the most unkind and the most rude and the most hateful are the people who are hurting the most. And they are acting out their need for love with the most terrible behavior. And now when somebody is rude to me, when someone is annoying me, it doesn't actually annoy me anymore. I actually have empathy for that person because I'm like, wow, like you must be really hurting to act that way. Like there was a, I went to a concert a few weeks ago that was also with my American friend my American angel Ellie and um yeah so there's this group of guys like next to us and they were so annoying like oh my gosh okay clearly I actually was a little bit annoyed if I had that <laughs> reaction just then um and I'm sure you heard that in my energy um they Oh, yeah, and they, they were, like, calling out all this stuff to the artists and, like, making all these jokes and, like, singing in this really over-the-top annoying voice and, like, getting the words wrong on purpose. And, like, old me would have been like, oh, you're ruining it for everyone and stop being annoying or I would have had to move or something. And I didn't really want to move because it's kind of hard in a concert to move. Anyway, um, mid-set especially. But instead of getting deeply annoyed, I guess I was a little bit annoyed. But instead of being deeply annoyed and instead of this ruining the concert, I was actually able to have compassion and be like, this, like there was one guy in particular, I'm like, this guy must be so insecure about himself that he has to make this concert about him and making his friends laugh. And I was actually able to feel empathy for him and not really care too much about him disrupting the concert. And I just kind of moved on and didn't let it ruin the whole thing. Like previously, I used to let one small thing ruin a whole night. And I'm really proud of how far I've come on that. Um, so, yeah, just think that some people who are acting out the most actually need the most love and it sucks that they do it in such an unloving way but having kindness and um not appreciation um having kindness for that person is super important and treating them with care so you don't add to their hurt um and yeah, coming back to, so once you've built that self-love, you can act like that. And then also 
your sense of self is just so strong and secure that anyone's behavior just doesn't bother you anymore and like like I used to be so upset when people canceled on me like and I think there was a little bit of an element that like what I say I'm gonna do I'm gonna do and it would really take a lot for me not to show up on the day whereas I feel like I do have some friends who or I used to have some friends who cancelled a lot on me um, for kind of just like really rogue reasons and I would be like crying like hysterical and that was because I used to book my schedule like I was saying so busy because my self-worth was being busy and productive and with people and I didn't know how to be alone but when you've built self-worth and self-love you would actually rather be alone than be with the wrong people and even when it's the right people when they cancel on you because you enjoy spending time with yourself anyway it doesn't matter so it really takes the pressure off people and now when people cancel on me I am able to be so empathetic and I really don't care anymore like obviously I I want to see the person that I had the plans with But instead of being so upset about it, I can just sort of accept it, understand their circumstances and move on and still have a good night. So if you can relate, try to look deeper within yourself and see what else might be going on there. Um, Because, yeah, it's just sort of surface level if you're if you don't understand why you're upset when people cancel on you and it's just something much, much deeper within you to help you figure out how to, I don't know, feel better. <laughs> so I think I'm going to leave it there, my loves. I love you guys so much and I really hope today's episode was helpful. I definitely would have needed this years and years and years ago. Um, let me know what you do for self-love and self-care if you have any thoughts I really love hearing from you guys and talking about it when I see you Um, I love discussing this stuff so much and I'm always reading about it and yeah it's exciting and it's liberating to choose better and to feel better because that's something everyone can choose to do you know okay anyway good night love you guys oh have a good day if you're listening to this in the morning but yeah if you have been listening to it at night have a good beautiful restful sleep love you guys bye